The Mom Babe community started from a simple observation. Moms want more. We have the best job in the world, but we are also running the world while cleaning up the kitchen. You're listening to the Mom Babe podcast, where every day we are serving up coffee in one hand and confidence in the other. We're your hosts, Christina and Carolyn, founders of the Mom Babes, sisters, coaches, and moms. We're here to encourage, inspire, and challenge you to show up each day as your best self. Whatever season of motherhood you're rocking, we are here, right alongside you. No judgment, no eye rolls. Save those for our kids. We believe motherhood is better together, so we are inviting you to come sit at our table. This podcast will give you your daily dose of, girl, you got this, because we know motherhood is hectic, exhausting, and straight up hard. So let's not do this alone. Whether you're folding laundry, commuting to work, or wrangling three kids to get their shoes on, just know you're doing one hell of a good job. Remember, you matter. And so do your dreams, your desires, and your priorities. We are here to tell you, you can have it all. Girl, you're a mom, babe. Let's get this kitchen party started. Grab your cup, because we're going to fill it up. Good morning, mom babes. It is an early one uh, this morning. Not too early to be up. I'm usually just cuddled up watching early morning cartoons with coffee, but instead I'm getting a early go at a podcast. Today my guest is Julia Silvestri Wong, and Julia and I met here in the mom babe community, and I think that that is just the coolest thing because we've never actually met in person but I already call her like my new online girlfriend bestie. And so um, the reason why I'm up so early is Julia is in Toronto. So with the time change, we are um, getting going first thing this morning. She is a mom and wife, a social media maven and influencer. And she has that right on her Instagram bio. And that is what I love about her and her confidence that she just puts it right out there and says, yes, Like, this is my corner of the internet, and I have something to say. And I always think it is so brave. Um, I just love her encouraging words, her honesty, and how every day she tells it like it is. Even when her days aren't 10 out of 10, she is showing up, and that's just something I love so much about her. And I know that I can go to her page every day, and she will be there with heartfelt words, thoughtful posts, and a really good meme. So today we are going to talk about being brave mamas, going back to work, changing our mind, and sort of what's next in motherhood and what comes comes after baby and maybe after a pandemic. So uh, let's dive um, into some conversation and grab your coffee. I hope it's hot. And I'm so happy to welcome Julia. Thank you so much, Christina. I'm so excited to be um, virtually here with you. And I just like, uh, like you said, I love the internet and face and Instagram, especially and meeting people and just feeling like you have friends on the other side of the country and but they're all going through the same kind of thing. And I just like love that so much. So yeah, I am Julia. I am 41 years old. And um, loving being over 40 kind of gives you a lot of freedom, I find. Um, I am the mom of three amazing and challenging and wonderful kids. Uh, Lorenzo is two and a half, Fiamma is four and a half, and Lucia is six and a half. 
And today, for the first time, they are all at school or at preschool. So I am enjoying a hot coffee and sitting in the quiet, um, getting to talk to you. So I'm super excited. Oh, I couldn't, I couldn't be more excited. I was um, in the same boat last week when I officially had um, school back in session and daycare and everybody was there and staying and not crying and <laughs> happy. And it just like, it, you just kind of, it's, this feels like freedom. Like you're just like freedom. Like it's, it's so, um, it's just so exciting, especially, I guess there's just a newfound appreciation for, um, yeah, our, our, our teachers and our childcare workers and, and, and having that time that I think we often sort of overlooked or took for granted um, the, the earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah. I agree 100%. I left my middle child like crying at school today and I really went back and forth about whether I should leave her or take her. And the teacher was just like, you know, you can stay with me. I, I will, you know, she's asked me if she was okay, if I was okay, if she held her hand. I was like, absolutely, you know. And she just, I could tell she cared so much about making this experience for her um, good. And, you know, it's heartbreaking to leave them crying, but also I just feel like it's so important for her to, to move, like to move past it and enjoy her day. Cause I know as soon as she gets like, kind of get over it, which sounds terrible, but as soon as she gets over it, she'll enjoy it. And so that's what I was hoping for her today. And that the teacher just like, I left crying because I was like, Oh, she's, they just care so much. And I appreciate that so much. That is, that's, that's so true. And it's that, it's that letting go piece of parenting that um, we know is, is giving them those skills of, you know, resilience and, and perseverance and knowing that they can do things on their own and yeah. get over because um, whether, whether it's fear or scared or, or lonely, or, or maybe they're worried about something, but you know, because you know, your child and mm-hmm. as a parent, um, just having to have them learn and go through that experience. And so it's always hard watching it, but you know that it's, you know that it's good and setting yeah. them up. Totally. Um, and so that's, yeah, I think that's, especially this, this season too, just lots <laughs> of, lots of change. And yeah. so, but I guess what I've never, all right, you and I've really never talked about, but what did you do before kids? What, like what, what were how did you get sort of here so I um went to school for marketing before like social media even existed so I'm that old that um you know when I went to school we learned how to do powerpoint presentations and we learned a ton about direct mail and things like that oh. so I went to school for marketing and then so you, you and I were exactly yeah. exactly exactly the same there was no it was 2004 for me. So there was yeah. no social media. Yeah. And so like I, I had the only email account I had was my school email. Like it wasn't a thing, right? Like we didn't have smartphones yeah. anyway. So I worked um, for, I, I've kind of gone back and forth between not-for-profit and for-profit doing marketing. And then when social media came along, I kind of, um, I guess I, I was an early adopter for the organization that I was working for. So I was like, you know, it's really important that we have a Facebook page. And they were like, what, you know, 
it's not important and I had no budget for it, but I, I really like worked hard with it and um, helped us to have a really good presence. And because of the, the organization that was, um, was working for the Young Street Mission, their stories translated really well on to like Facebook because people love to read stories and see pictures. So it was a really cool way to like, I guess, move into the, the, the social media or digital marketing um, space. And then I started, you know, doing some courses and um, different things and just learning more about it. And now that is what I do. Um, I'm a, a stay at home parent, but I'm also a work at home parent. So I have, um, one client right now that I'm have I'm covering for a friend's mat leave. And then I'm um, looking for more clients to do digital marketing um, from home. I love that because I, I too am a work at home parent and it has been the juggle struggle. Oh yeah. But yes, I started in marketing as well. That was, I went to, college after high school and did a business um, management diploma mm-hmm. you know a, a chatty you know a you know in high school when they I like to talk and and organize and oh my um, gosh we should be uh, it's so me I go to business school and and then I didn't really know what realized when I got there was like I like the business side I don't like the accounting and the numbers side mm-hmm. and um, and then, a, and some friends were like, then they, we were all going to go to sort of the, the polytechnic here. And they were like, well, we're all going for HR, but, and I was like, well, I don't really know if I like HR. And they were like, well, you talk a lot. And so how about you just do marketing? And I was like, okay, that sounds like a good idea. And he came <laughs> home, registered and said, I'm going to school for marketing now. And my dad's like, okay, that sounds good. And off I went before Mark. Yeah. Before I didn't really even know what marketing, it was more like, advertising was kind of the that you know everybody worked in ad agencies and that was the cool and posh thing to do but I then didn't really love the idea of it was like you worked your way up in an ad agency and got coffee and and I was like that doesn't really interest me either so (laughs) um but then again it was right when um like Facebook launched pretty much when I graduated so when I started it didn't exist but when I graduated it did and so mm-hmm. that was sort of the shift into social media and sort of what that was um all about but essentially I just loved going to school so much that was my favorite thing that I did everything I could to stay and work at the school and until they hired me um, and I was there for 10 years and then just stayed on the education side, essentially helping kids to figure out what they wanted to do because I just love school so much. So (laughs) I was pretty much just a walking billboard for the school that I went to. (laughs) And so, yeah, I think it's interesting just, yeah, how um, all of the things that, you know, our career and it just sort of, um, yeah kind of becomes sort of like a game of like snakes and ladders and it's like up and Mm -hmm. down and over up and down and over and to where that you get to Mm -hmm. and and then now we're here and I think all trying to kind of also figure out what's next and what is what is doable and what 
isn't because the pandemic has pushed us almost so far to the extreme of realizing what we want and what how much we can do absolutely what our lives are you know could potentially look like Mm because it's always in that do 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 when maybe that's not exactly what we want yeah and and also what's important right like like is it important that my kids go to dance and and skating and swimming and 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 or is it important that we hang out at home and do puzzles like I'm not judging anybody that does programs I love like might see my kids in dance class but I also like know how much they thrived not rushing around right and being together and you know as hard as that is because it really takes it took an emotional toll on me having them home 24 7 but I just like even they grew physically like my kids each grew a full size like nobody's pants fit and I'm like what is that all about is that like is it the love effect or is it the like proximity effect I don't know I'm not a scientist but in my unprofessional opinion it's weird that they all grew so much and maybe it's from being home and not being rushed around and eating and all those things yeah I I couldn't agree more because I had we had to literally overhaul all the closet of both girls that everybody grew even yesterday when we had one last pair of jeans and Piper put them on and she's like uh I think these are too small I'm like (laughs) yep okay and yeah I never really thought of it that way maybe it is this that extra love and home and and everybody's um yeah just feels more settled and Mm -hmm. you know for my daughter my older daughter does thrive with um being in school and social and and all of those things but I also don't need to like we don't need to be at an activity every single night mm-hmm. of the week and and so it was nice being back into the routine like we have she's doing soccer that's the one activity that she has and that's love like you're like okay on Sunday, Saturday mornings we get up and we go to the soccer field but there isn't um it's kind of nice also knowing that there isn't like a birthday party and you know mm-hmm. this whole weekend isn't jam-packed with yes um all of the things and so yeah that's a really good perspective yeah maybe it's the social obligations too that are like because those are stressful as fun as they are right like it's really stressful to go to birthday parties and you know like get presents and do all the things like maybe having to be selective about like okay your super good friend who's having a party with two other kids in their backyard is what we're doing this like this whole month right and so like having that opportunity to it's like the quality versus the quantity um is very true yes yes and I think and that's true too because especially now when I've got one that's significantly younger um we are sort of in nap jail for so much of the day so it's trying to like even I've got to jam pack everything into a morning because I was like well we got to be home for your sister 
to nap and my oldest is so accommodating and is like yep it's nap time and and such so Mm -hmm. sometimes everything feels really jammed because we are sort of stuck at home but from one till four (laughs) but don't you ever use nap time as an excuse too I'm like sorry we can't come we have to be home for the baby's nap nap. and I'm a total like nap is a non-negotiable same yes yeah like we um we don't miss or well we're not even actually close enough to be able to skip nap um she's not close enough to that yet but now it's like well yeah no we we have nap and it's been it's been nice because it is actually sort of like the reset in the in the day to know that that time is coming which is yeah which is so nice because I'm already looking even today because she was up in the night last night for um the first time in forever I don't know what was we just had it was like all the tears last night at like 11 Mm -hmm. o'clock and it took a took both me and my husband to get her settled and so this morning I was like oh I'm already yeah nap time that's looking good (laughs) totally yeah so I was I was going to talk about um, you and I had a conversation via DMs. Uh, I don't know, but a little while, a little while back, and we were yeah. talking about resumes and you know starting back, um, you know back to work, or if you were going to put out your resume into the world. And I've had this conversation with a couple other moms recently too. It was kind of um strange how that happened but when you are then home from work and you've been momming and staying at home Hmm. a lot of women don't know like how to update their resume or what to put on their resume because they have this like big stock in between and I think they're like well now like then it it really like in front of you makes you like have this like blinking cursor in front of you being like, what do I type? And I just wanted to remind um, moms and women that you get to write whatever you want to write because it's your resume. And you, I know most have been doing, whether it's volunteering, maybe it's volunteering on the pack, volunteering in their community, you know, I think that there's lots of different soft skills that they can highlight and then they can talk to the gap that, yes, I've been home with my raising my kids for the last, what, five years, two years, seven years, whatever it is. And, you know, can write that right into your cover letter, like speak, speak to it. Um, I don't think we should shy away from it I think we should like step into it and own it and say and you know most have been picking up contract work working from home working with kids from home so your ability to adapt and pivot and change and react is 10 out of 10 for sure I agree and and like I love what you said about like what are the things that you have been you've been doing that okay if you don't think that your at home skills are important for your resume but like you know what are the things you're doing like volunteering or like I've been on the board of the preschool for like three or four years that's that's working like that's working on a team you know 
you you got measurable outcomes, all those things. And those are skills that are totally transferable. Yeah. And it's very intimidating. Like I like what you said about the blinking cursor. It's like who you're it's almost like you have your yourself as a blank page in front of you and you're like, okay, so who am I now? Like yeah. my two thousand and you know fourteen resume or no, not even fourteen, two thousand and twelve resume. that's I'm not that person anymore like I wasn't married I didn't have any kids I was a different person and still a whole person but a completely different person and so it's like you are a blank page and uh what is that song that is like in Natasha Benningfield the rest is still unwritten (laughs) (laughs) from the hills or from uh anyway yeah that was totally the hills opening yeah (laughs) I love that show by the way don't judge but um No, I actually, I think I'm pretty sure I had the DVD set. Pretty, mm-hmm. pretty sure, yeah. I have a friend and all, we, we only sell and send each other Hills memes. Like, that's the rule. It has to be a Hills <laughs> meme. So it's pretty funny. But yeah, so you have this blank page in front of you. And it's hard to think of like, oh, I'm only a mom or I'm only a stay-at-home parent. or But there's nothing like only about being a mom and a parent. Like, it's the yeah. hardest job I've ever done. And the most work I've ever done. So yeah. it, it's just like we, we got to help each other figure out like what does that skill look like on a piece of paper, really? Yes. And and I think too with so many, um, yeah, just the changing of the landscaping and and where you can you know apply for jobs and they want they want videos and they want you know it all on one page or you know this is something that um that you get to create and is and it doesn't have to just trying to take the like fear um Mm -hmm. out of it and um keeping whether you know and that's the thing like I'm so no so many of us had like LinkedIn pages but it most of them you know haven't been act you know there haven't been active and then you know they want to see your LinkedIn page and you're like okay well how do I I have to sort of like update this and um you know all the just all those little things and it can feel really overwhelming and and then you just don't even know where to do or what just where to help and um I just was that reminder of the resume is yours and you own it and it is your story and you get to put on it what you want and you could delete the whole thing. You could delete and you don't have to have, you know, stuff on there from 2004. Like, yeah. yeah. Next that right out of there if you want. So. Yeah. Um, Yeah, My friend sent me her resume that she actually had to do for her MBA class that she's doing. And it was like just one page and so succinct and, like it didn't have like 15 jobs on it. It didn't have all her educate. Like it was really, I was like, wow, this is great. And so easy to do. Like if you just have a few examples that you can look at and realize, Oh yeah, like I have this or I can, I can switch up this. And, and then it makes it easier if you can, you know, have someone to kind of give you a jumping off point and show you like one page, you know, with your mission and who you are and a couple of, you know, points and boom, they're, you're done basically, you know? Yeah. yeah. I was, maybe I'll have to, I will, I was a, 
before before Quinn was born, I was a career uh, counselor and career coach. Mm. I maybe we'll have to put something up on. I'll have maybe put that up something on the Mom Babes website. You know, sort of come back to work or back to back to you, back new start, fresh start resume tips yeah. just to um, help and. Because, yeah, it's always nice, even just having a little template, something to look at, something to compare to, um, can, can, can really help. Yeah, I agree. That would be so great. Such a, a good, like, starting point for people. And, uh, and also, like, a little push to be, like, you know, when you're nervous. I, I have anxiety. And so, like, I find just starting something is really hard for me. But once I get into it, then I'm like, oh, I can do this. I remember I can do this. So, Having yes. that like, example in front of you, I feel makes it easier to get started. Can really help. Well, speaking of something I don't maybe that you would or wouldn't put on your resume, depending on where you were and what you were doing, is something that you do that is the what I think is just the coolest is your partnership with Nixware. Oh yeah. Um, how, did you, how did that happen? Because I'm like, you and the bird's papaya are like BFFs. Oh, no, no. Like, <laughs> I, I just sit at her feet and listen. She's she's like the nicest person. And I'm just, oh, anyway, um, I guess I just did some shopping and they kind of flagged that um, I have, you get like a referral code when you shop. So I would like put it out there to my friends. And I guess maybe I talk about my underwear a lot um, on my Instagram stories. Um, so I just was telling people about it. And my friends, a lot of people were like, oh, I've heard about it. But I didn't know anybody who had tried it. And I think that's like the big thing about, especially about stuff that you see on social media, is like you don't know if it's as great as everybody says it is until someone you know tries it and is like oh yes game changer and so with the Nixware, that's what I did and then they said um they like uh, invited me to be a partner and so uh that's what I've done and it's been really fun I'm like still kind of learning the ropes and how it works but um it's just such a cool company and like we're so lucky to be to have all these amazing women started or women run companies in Canada that make awesome stuff and you know like I for my whole life have been like a tried and true Hanes girl you know TMI but yeah. um no but now I'm like I love these underwear and they're super functional but also super cute and like you kind of feel sassy in them and um you know when you're 41 and you're a mom and and you've been married for I've only been married for seven years but still it feels like a lifetime it's fun to feel a little bit sassy and like just you know, feel your, feel good about yourself and like that way. And so I, I really appreciate that company and they're just like, they keep doing new stuff and they're sizing, like they've increased their sizing. So now like I wear an extra large or a double X, but I think they're, they're going even like to a triple X, which is like amazing. So inclusive and so accessible for everybody. That loves Hmm. And she has, um, like, probably, oh, she probably must have like ten pairs of their underwear now, and their bathing suit, and she rocked their bathing suit mm-hmm. all summer long, and absolutely, um, yeah, just loved it, and the, and the comfort of it, and, and, 
the what was really nice during the pandemic was that it was really difficult when you did have to order something online. Like it didn't take, um, you know, it didn't take months to get either. Like you yeah. ordered it and uh, they were really great on their shipping. And, yeah. Yeah. and so, yeah, and that was very good on returns. Like if you, if you try a bra and it doesn't fit great, you can return it. Um, you know, and there's a, there's a shop in the city in Toronto now. Um, and they just released a new bra that has like a front zip for a sports bra, which I'd love to get my hands on, um, for the big boobies, which would be amazing, you know? So they're, they're just like, I feel like they're listening and just keep making stuff that we want. And like, you know, for someone to make leak proof underwear, like why, why did it take so long? Right? Like it, it everybody has like leaks, even if you, you know, have double up, um, like, if you wear a diva cup and a pad, there's still problems. Like I, I find the Knicks wear and a diva cup is like the magic combo for me. And it's just like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like we're being heard and listened to and our bodies are being cared about finally. That, that is so, that is so true. I was, um, I'd start, I joined a book club and um, the first book that we were reading um, is the do less by Catherine or Kate Northrup. Catherine's from mm-hmm. Kate Northrup. And it's all about like moon cycles and, and your, and your cycle and how everything matches up. And then how by listening to your body and, and what you're doing. And I think, so that was sort of the conversation last night around how nobody talked about their period or, or anything. It was just, you you just never talked about it growing up and now having all of these books and having daughters and being able to have these conversations and being able to um well when when the time comes to be able to buy like um leak proof underwear for my daughters and to be able to take um that worry that we had and was just one more thing to cause worry or anxiety or embarrassment Mm -hmm. or or something depending on just yeah your body and confidence levels and how your body works and and so I think that it's just yeah like one of the ladies in the book club was like this book makes me feel so like seen like Mm -hmm. they hear me and she's and the world sees me and and I think I feel the same you know I feel the same way about the underwear, like, Mm -hmm. like the the world, um, is catching up and I, yeah, I look forward to being able to sort yeah, just to be able to have those conversations with my daughters and, and making them feel more comfortable. And then, and also just depending on, you know, sizing and, and how their bodies look and are shaped Mm -hmm. as they grow, knowing that there are, options yeah. now yeah. and um like I even remember like Carolyn always had and she still does she has size 10 or 11 size feet but she had like size that size 10 feet when she was like in grade four <laughs> so I had you know little tiny feet and the cutest shoes and poor Carolyn had to have like the like she there was no shoe options for her like she could wear like men's sat men's like velcro sandals and like those were her options so it's just 
realizing, yeah, yeah. how far we've come in some things. <laughs> Not like that you don't have to like, okay, honey, let's take you to the, to the plus size website back in the corner here. It's like, no, we're going on the same website that your, your cousin shops on or your sister shops on, and we're going to pick out your size there. And there's no shame in you being an extra small or your sister being a double XL, you know, like, yeah, just totally removing that, like stigma, body stigma, either way. And one thing I wanted to say about um, the, like talking to our girls, I, I use reusable pads sometimes at night. And so they go in the wash and my kids were helping me put the clothes from the washing machine into the dryer. And my younger daughter goes, Oh, mommy, what's this? Cause it's like a colorful and her sister goes, oh, Fifi, that's just mommy's pad for her vagina. Like, so matter of fact. And so, like, I was like, yes, girl. Like, she just, she's like, oh, don't, it's not even a big deal. Like, it's just mommy's pad for her vagina. And I was like, A, good for using the regular words or the normal, the proper words. And B, yeah, yeah so matter of fact. And so I'm, like, I'm hoping to help them not have fear and stigma around their periods and just help them I mean embrace it as much as you can embrace it because it sucks but you know yeah absolutely. yeah oh that's, that's cool. yeah, we, actually I just had a conversation with um, a woman who reached out to us and found us on the uh, on the internet and she is a um, like a fertility and menstrual practitioner and so she's gonna come on and talk about um we're gonna set that up for October where just conversation around yeah just menstrual cycles and and re- resources that you can have for for yourself and your kids and and conversations to have so looking mm. so I think that is going to be um yeah very welcomed information mm-hmm, for sure so yeah so I guess now that we're coming like i guess into the well i guess today is technically the fall equinox the first official official day of fall and we've had to sort of say goodbye to summer um (laughs) what like over summer and all the pandemics what so were you reading like any books have you been listening to any podcasts like in this on like binge watching on the summer nights I know like uh Toronto had a heat wave there for a while and you know what were you doing that was sort of like I don't know keeping you sane through the last so I did um during the pandemic like I would take my kids out in the car because my husband was working in our apartment. We live in a three bedroom apartment. So we would go for car rides and I would like put on a movie in the car for them. And I would put my earbuds in and listen to a book. So I listened to Jen Hatmaker's book, um, Fierce, Free and Full of Fire. It's so good. And like just really um, motivating, but not in a way like you need to change yourself motivating. Um, Like I... I love the like rah rah, you can be better. But I also the love the like, you are great right now. And there it doesn't need to be like drastic changes for you to be great. And I just appreciate that about Jen's book. Like she was just so affirming and like just 
gave me the freedom to be who I am right now and not stress about like being my like the the ultimate Julia right like I'm I'm okay with being who I am at this point and that's kind of been my journey in like since I turned 40 of like loving my body at the state it's in right now and yeah I would love to lose 100 pounds or I would love to like you know get a boob job after nursing three kids but those are not things that are probably going to happen and so figuring out how to love myself in this state right now um has been like a journey I think my whole life like my whole life I've been bigger and fat or whatever you want to call it um but I just find it like freeing to love myself at this point and so and that comes with not caring you know what other people might think um or you know say like about me or whatever um but just like loving myself at that point and so I appreciated Jen's book because it just gave me that freedom to to do that and to and so this summer I've been taking my kids up to the trailer and wearing my bathing suit like we've talked about this like rocking your bathing suit on the beach with your kids digging in the sand you probably have a wedgie and that's okay right like my kids never once said like mom you know you're embarrassing me because you're playing they were like come play more you know and so that was like so freeing this summer to be like you know what I don't really care if like I mean, you know, you get that twinge of like, oh, that lady looks awesome in her bikini. But here I am having so much fun and I like got a killer tan because of it. And, you know, I really enjoyed my summer. And so that was like, I feel like the reading the book and kind of just letting go of worrying was was like the catalyst to my my summer, I think. Love that more. That you are such a mom babe. I <laughs> love it. And yeah, that's exactly there. They your kids are gonna remember that you were there, that you were playing, that you were with them, making memories, being right alongside them and a part of it. And I think that is so wonderful and for embracing you in this season, in this right now with what you can control and you have the power to, I think is so powerful. And I couldn't, I'm so proud of you. I couldn't be more proud of you. I Thank think you. That is just, yeah, brave and bold and beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, and I just, I just love that so much because you are, I think really, I think that really is the dream as a parent. I really mm-hmm. do. And, you know, when the world didn't really give us, they it gave us a lot and then didn't give us very much in return mm-hmm. this year, you know, we've had to, we've had to get creative and, and then we've had to be brave. And, and I, I think that's exactly what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah. And also, um, I wanted to say like, when, I, I figured out this year that like, instead of wearing clothes that I think, think look right, or I think I should wear, you know, like 
what do what are what are big people supposed to wear? I I kept seeing people in like rompers, and I was like, oh man, that looks so cute, so comfy. I want one, and so I did. I bought a Smash and Test romper like probably like last year at this time, and it might have been the biggest mistake of my life because I am obsessed and I cannot stop. I just like love them so much and they're so comfortable. They look so cute. You can accessorize them up or down. And so I started wearing it and posting about it and sharing. And then all these people were like, I've always wanted to wear a romper, but I never thought I could. And then I saw you in yours. And so now they're wearing rompers. And I'm like, as if like my little need to wear a romper has like started this little trend. And my friend, my friend texted me yesterday. She's like, I just bought my smash and test romper and I will never wear anything ever again. And I was like, that's so cool. Just because I wore something that I love and now people are allowing themselves to try it and love it too. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I'm right with you. Probably. I would say I probably own, I think three or four smash and test rompers uh, myself. (laughs) I, I love them. Carolyn and I actually did win a smash and test shopping spree last year, like on the internet, like by total fleet. Um with that was in collaboration with Brunette the labels. So it was mm-hmm. that was the raddest day. So we I do have a few extra rompers that were part of the the contest. So that was awesome. But yeah, it's they they're awesome and they're size inclusive. um you know really allows um every shape and size to depending on whether you want one that's long sleeve short sleeve tank top whatever it is um, like yeah to to wear and they yeah i couldn't agree more so comfortable they have pockets like it's they're just And so, yes, I know when, when I find too, when moms are say like, I went out and I bought the bathing suit and I'm going to wear it. And I'm like, yes, yes, yeah. yes. I can't be, I couldn't be more proud. So, oh, it's just so exciting. Well, if moms want to um, join in on the fun and see all of your posts, where can they find you on the internet? Um, so I'm on Instagram at pink sheep. T-O. And so that's um, been my like handle since Instagram started because my my siblings always joke that I was like the pink sheep of the family because I'm so like talkative <laughs> and bubbly and they were like, you're so annoying. You're like the pink sheep of the family. So it just kind of stuck. Um, and that's where you can find me. So pink sheep T-O, T-O for Toronto when people were putting their like city, you know, on the end of their Instagram. Guys, I'm that old. It's like you know, not cool anymore, but yeah, and, uh, you can find me. Uh, I don't think my Facebook's not interesting. So find me at pink sheep to on Instagram. And I can't wait to share and get to know some more new friends. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Come, um, come join Julia on the internet. She is showing up every day and, and she's showing up just her and and sharing stories and she's also showing up in her romper looking cute and I just love it and I'm so happy that we got to chat today and 
um, yeah, put a little bit more love out into the world. And so I'm, thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you for having me. I hope someday that I can come out and visit you and we can hang out and have coffee in real life and eat all the seafood and one day when we're allowed to travel again, because that would be amazing. A little bomb vacation. Yes, whoever yeah, whoever gets out there first, whether you're coming to the West Coast or I'm going to the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. I, one of us, yes, we're coming to meet. You can come stay at my house. Like, oh. bring all the kids. Come on. <laughs> Come on down. Okay. Over or across. Come over across, I guess. Hey. Come on across. (laughs) Come on across. Well, thank you so much. This um, episode will be up in, I guess, in a couple weeks. So, um, yes. Thanks so much, mom babes, for joining us today. And have a happy, happy week. All right, mom babes, that's it for this pep talk. We hope your cup is full and we thank you for making the choice to prioritize you today. If you enjoyed today's episode and want more information, then head on over to our website at themombabes.com forward slash podcast. Or better yet, share this episode over on Instagram. It's pretty much our favorite place to hang out. So until next time, keep showing up and rocking your best self.